Hello, and welcome to this Insurance Journal podcast sponsored by Collateral Consultants. I'm George Jack, and today I'm speaking with Kevin Carter. Kevin, hello. Thanks for joining me today. Hello, George. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. Thank you. Kevin, you started Collateral Consultants in 2010. Uh, can you tell our audience why you saw a need for your business to be started and, uh, and what the company does? Uh, Collateral Consultants is a nationwide company that recovers overdue and stolen rental cars uh, all across the United States. Uh, I saw a niche uh, as a full-time police officer. Uh, what I learned was that at the time an individual, a rental car company or a, or a person themselves reports a car stolen, there's really not a lot that goes on from report to recovery. So Collateral Consultants stepped in and became that bridge to, con- to, to start that search for that car where police departments don't have the budget, the manpower, the time, anything like that uh, to do so, to spend the time on it that we do. Uh, that has only gotten worse since 2010, as you well know. Most every department across the United States is short-staffed. Um, sure. I think the Dallas Police Department, uh, I think I heard the other day, they're like 800 officers short. Uh, and so it, it collateral consultants found a niche in there to help the rental car company. And I feel like we have the same opportunity to help the insurance industry as well, because they suffer the same problem that the rental car industry suffered. And we were able to fill that gap. I love it when businesses are started out of stock, you know, solutions or necessity. So that's great. You saw that yes. and, uh, and, and went for that. That's fantastic. Um, yes. So the collateral part of the company name is asset recovery. Um, what is, so consultants, um, and you're into nationwide skip tracing. Can you, I, that's fascinating to me. Can you tell a little more about that part of the business? If you don't mind the the skip tracing part of it is, is really the, the term that's been around for many, many years. Um, it's the, it's the investigation part of it to, to put together uh, a case, if you will, uh, because a lot of these cars that we're looking for, especially in the rental car world and the insurance world, they are stolen. So in essence, that is the reason most of my staff is retired police officers, just like myself, because we are building a case. I have flown all over the United States and testified for many of my clients in the rental car arena uh, when they go to prosecute these people for these stolen rental cars. And a lot of these cars are intentional thefts. Some of them like, you know, there, there are various things and, and, and how they become stolen, but the, the, the nationwide skip tracing is just, is a, is a, another term for investigative work. It's okay. Uh, that's where that comes from. Gotcha. And so, you know, to say you're an expert in this field is probably an understatement because of the success of the company. But I mean, when you were an active police officer, were was recovering stolen vehicles something you became an expert in and that's how you lent that expertise to this business or uh, do you mind expanding on that a little bit i i got in the business uh, per se before i even got into police work many years ago i was in the uh, auto finance world uh recovering uh past due uh, overdue charged off, uh, loans when people would not pay, you know, their bills in the finance companies, uh, Ford motor credit, GMAC, Toyota, you name it. I've done work for them over the years and, uh, had a midlife crisis in my mid thirties and decided I was going to go be a police officer. That's what I had wanted to do many as a younger, uh, 
uh, kid. And so and I just got sidetracked when I got out of the military. So uh, I, I left the auto finance uh, investigative skip tracing world and became a police officer. And that's when I really brought my skill set with me into the police world. And I had all these years of investigative experience dealing with these cars and stuff. So dealing with stolen cars in the police world, it was just another tool in my belt that I was able to use. And, and that's really what pushed me forward to, to figure out that there was a, a niche market there for uh, where the rental car industry and the insurance industry needs help big time. Uh, and again, I, I use the term, we bridge the gap between report and recovery because that's really what we're doing. Um, and, and so, yes, we, we, the problem with the police though, is the fact that really the only way police recover stolen vehicles, I'm not going to say all departments don't investigate, but most departments, they don't have the manpower to investigate. So in order for them to recover a stolen vehicle, it would, it almost always starts with a routine traffic stop. Uh, for brake light being out, speeding, illegal turn, whatever the case may be, and sure. that's generally how how stolen cars are recovered. So it's it's uh, it's sheer happenstance, almost if you want if you want to put it that way. And so that's that was the the aha moment that I had that said, hey, there's a business here, there there's a need here. And so, um, lo and behold, here I sit, 13 years later, with a company that's uh, booming. Uh, last year uh alone in 2022 in for the rental car market alone collateral consultants recovered 1.1 billion dollars worth of assets for the rental car world wow thank you i don't i don't even own a rental car company and i appreciate what you're doing <laughs> that's great i mean is that yeah. part of what you know that's so besides the impact that impact that you've had on the rental car market is it just I mean, does what you do, does do the services you provide, save them money on the other end of it? So if they recover vehicles, I don't know if they sell them, they're able to, you know, make money that way, or they repurpose them, or they get them back into the fleet. I mean, what are what are some of the ways that what you do impacts a rental what car we, company positively? What well, it it does it it impacts them several ways, and it also impacts you as a consumer, George. Um, the rental car company getting their cars back faster than waiting by what I refer to as happenstance recovery. Um, the depreciation value um, is less. So, cause every day that sure. car is out, the mileage is going up, the damage is going up uh, and the value is going down. So we are, we are helping them by mi minimizing their losses um, because our fee, the beauty of our business is we only charge when we are successful. I take on thousands of cases every month for all of my clients, and I don't bill a single client unless I'm successful. My services are 100% contingent. That's great. Um, and so that, that's a great business model for my clients because it's, there's no loss in it for them. It's a win-win situation how it affects you as a consumer. So let's say you live in a specific city and, and there's a tremendous amount of auto thefts that go on in that city related to rental cars. And every city, especially in Texas, we have to do what's UCR, it's called UCR reporting. Uh, and, and UCR, they track, the state of Texas, they track um, 
uh, thefts, sexual assaults, murders, uh, and, and it's a various thing. I believe, I believe it's like eight or 10 things that they track and theft is one of them. And auto theft is in that class. So when you go to get car insurance, the insurance companies look at the state UCR codes to see how many cars have been stolen. And they have all these open cases out there. Guess what's going to happen to Georgia's car insurance? It's going up. And so right. we're, we're helping by closing that gap and keeping this, keeping this number down to, to a low roar. Because if, if just imagine, had we not recovered this $1.1 billion with the assets last year, uh, in the rental car world, and let's just be generous and say the police would have recovered half of those. You're, you're still looking at $500 million worth of, uh, uh theft out there. And somebody's got to pay, uh, the bill for that. And that, you know, where that usually falls back on is the consumer. Right. Our, you know, that kind of makes me curious and prompts another question for me is, uh, is our advances in car protection technology for total wants a better way to say it. Like, like we have a, we have a lease, uh, we have a Honda pilot where if, if um, we've got the car keys in our pocket and if we uh, are not near the vehicle, the car won't be able to open or start without the key in proximity. Um, do you think that you can keep up the level of revenue that you have with the, are you, I guess, are you aware of those advances and do you think that's going to affect your business or are people just going to find ways to steal cars? And what I have learned in this business and I learned it in police work as well. Um, whatever advanced technology you have at your fingertips right now, the, the criminal element is one step ahead of you already. You, you you will always be behind that curve when, when it comes to that criminal element. So the answer to your question is no, I don't worry about that at all because there will always be a need for somebody like me uh, to go out and, and track these vehicles down because these guys, th- there are some intelligent people out here doing this and we've, inco- we've uncovered some amazing theft rings. Uh, when I say that, I mean that in, in that most, you know, <laughs> negative way for these people but they're they're taking their talents to another level in a field that's never going to take them anywhere but to jail uh and so uh, that's a long way around the 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 house to get in the door but no i don't worry about that at all because the criminal element is always and it's been that way for generations they're always a step ahead of law enforcement and because that the technology is not proprietary it, it's 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 out there for the world and so if you can get it and honda can get it the criminal element can get it as well maybe i should save money and go out and get a padlocked 1976 caprice classic or something and <laughs> i might you, as well you, you know the, it's it's as, as technology is great when it's used properly uh when it's not used properly it's 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 it can be a nightmare. And so, and when it doesn't work properly, it can be a nightmare as well. So um, I'm an avid antique car collector. So I, I, I really appreciate, you know, that, that response because I, I love working on the old cars because you can still work on them. Um, I've got a new Jeep that I can't work on it. I don't, I don't, I don't have any of the, the special diagnostic stuff to test anything right. on it. So, yeah. So we talked about how you help, um, excuse me, uh, car rental companies and how you uh, directly and indirectly help the consumer in that way. Uh, is it, do you directly help insurance companies the same way or is it a residual effect or both or, you know, we're insurance journal. So 
that's a that's a natural question for us to ask. This is where we're trying to take the next step with collateral consultants as, as we speak now is to open the, the door to the insurance world and say, look what we have done in the rental car world. Because even though they are two different industries, they both suffer from the same problem. They both have cars that they don't know where they're at. That's worth a significant amount of money. And they're waiting on somebody to happen to stumble upon them and find them. Right. And so we're already doing that. We're already out there uh, with with a a plethora of data and and sophisticated technology and things like that that we are tracking uh, people and and vehicles and everything else across the nation. And um, my question to the insurance companies is: Why are you not allowing us to do the same thing for you that we've done to the rental car world? I got one door opened in 2010 in the the rental car world to prove my point, and it's turned collateral consultants into a multi-million dollar a year company because I was right. They they were just, they were blown away. And so that's what we're looking for in the insurance world now is to say, we'll monitor your entire portfolio at, at no charge unless we're successful and we can actually recover your vehicles. Are we going to recover them all? No, I, I would never stand on any platform and lie to a client because we're not that good. I wish I could say that, but we're not. Um, the police aren't even that good. So, uh, um, you know, our recovery rate in the rental car world is about 84%. Now, give and take on that, we have a little bit more information to work with um, than we would in the insurance world. I feel pretty confident, though, that we would have a very high success rate in the insurance world as well, as well uh, given an opportunity. And that, that's, that was the whole purpose of me coming on to the insurance journal uh, and, and advertising and trying to get our name out there and say, hey, give us a shot. That's all we're looking for. Absolutely. And just, just to veer to the right a little bit. So um, does your model also or could it also possibly apply to uh, to boat rental theft, um, yes. things like that? So it's not just auto. It could be any sort of manned vehicle, unmanned vehicle too, or? We we do uh, equipment. So uh, your rental car market is, is, is broken up by the three main uh, players. 80% of the market's taken up by them. The other 20% is taken up by them, what we call the mom and pop shops. Okay. Uh, the equipment rental world is reversely proportionate because 80% of it is mom and pop operations. 20% is taken up by the, the big companies that you see Sunbelt United, those guys. So we do, we do the equipment as well. Um, I will tell you that the equipment is a little bit more difficult to track um, just because of the fact that it is not out and about on a daily basis, like a car is Uh, a car leaves so many fingerprints all across the United. I mean, everywhere they go, there's so much, there's so much tracking nowadays. The cars are so much uh, easier, I should say. That's, that's probably a tough word to use in this game, but um, there's just so much more information. The equipment does require uh, more. So, and, and for that reason, our success rate is not as high in equipment uh, just sure. for that reason. Um, it, it's, it's a lot easier to conceal equipment the the telematics and things like that on equipment though has gotten so advanced um, that it, it's left the car market way way behind, and that's because of the fact that the cost it's it's cost effective to put it on a 
250, $500,000 piece of equipment, it's not cost effective to put it on a 25, $27, $28,000 car sure. that is going to hit the market in Florida and it's going to be taken out of the fleet in Washington. Who's going to pull those telematics out of that car? And so it, it, it's a whole cost thing. And that kind of leads me into my next segment. We are partnered with a company called Zuby that's into telematics. And we, we partnered with them for a couple of reasons because they they have a very good product. And the other reason was we, they had asked me being, I'm an expert witness for the American Car Rental Association in Washington, DC. And so I get asked quite a bit to, when people bring new products to the market, they ask, they, they come to me and say, okay, you've, you've, You've seen it from the crook side, poke holes in our, in our product, break our product down, break our product. Nice. Tell us, tell us what we need to do to improve it. And so with Zuby, we went through about a 90 day process where I, I, I tested the product. We made some changes to it. Um, I say we, they did. And then I partnered with them because it was a great product. Cause I, but I had told them, I said, look, you left something out. And it's a key component to the recovery. And they said, okay, we're listening. I said, you got, you know, John or Sally behind a desk at, you know, ABC car rental and their car is missing. They can look at it on the screen. What do they do next? Because they don't need to send those people out to get that car. Because if they walk out there with ABC car rental on their shirt, that's an open checkbook for liability. They, they need to let somebody like us go get that car. So what Zuby did is they put a link a recovery link on their telematics. So now whenever a client for Zuby wants their car recovered, that's become, it's come missing or overdue or whatever, they contact us through the telematics portal. Then we go get the car and deliver it back to them. And that way that, that puts a buffer between them and the actual renter and any nonsense that could potentially go on in a very litigious society that we're in today. I don't know if you ever asked this question, but you mentioned overdue and stolen vehicles. You made a distinction between the two of them. There is a distinction, yes. but is it easier to track down an overdue vehicle or a stolen vehicle? I don't know if you ever asked that question, but I just I, struck me. I, I break down the rental car world uh, much like in, in thirds, if you will. You got the first third. These are people that that are an honest mistake. They did. They just genuinely went past their date, didn't realize it. Usually you can get those within a phone call, a visit, something like that, and, and get that rectified. The second one knew what they were doing. They're going to push the envelope just as far as they can until somebody comes out and knocks on their door and says, okay, hey, we're here to pick up the car. And at that point, it's, it's a give up. Okay, we're done. We're not going to push this envelope any further. Sure. The third one is the one that knew what they were doing when they took the keys and they're going to take it as far as they can. Um, and so those are the ones I love working those because that's where I made my name for myself. Um, that that's my bread and butter, if you will, because I love the challenge and the thrill of the hunt, if you will, um, to answer your question, it's hard to say because you never know from one case to the next, who's going to, what category they're going to fall into, you know, the stolen ones. Uh, I, I enjoy working those just as much as I do just the overdue ones. Um, and, and keep in mind, I mean, the overdue ones, most of your rental car companies has a process in place that once they hit a certain maturity date, they report them stolen. So we work them, we work them from overdue all the way right into the, the stolen, uh, which is great because we've already built a, a 
pretty good uh, amount of evidence on this person and being the fact that I am retired law enforcement and a lot of my staff is, we can get into the police departments and, and get things done that the rental car companies just can't do because let's just face it, police like talking to police. And so, you know, if I have, uh, you know, an insurance car that's stolen and I know where it's sitting at, I can call the local PD and say, hey, I need you to go out here. Uh, you know, this is Kevin. I'm a retired sheriff's deputy, so and so and so and so. I, um, I've got a car that I have found for ABC insurance. It's stolen. Uh, I need you to go out there and recover it. Here's my cell number. Would you call me back once you got once you have that recovered? And right. we can get we can get those things done. Whereas if you work for one of the companies, um, the police are you know they may or may not respond, especially in your big cities. They got they got so much other things going on. They don't. That's not a priority in their life. So we have another solution to that. We have a network of agents all around the United States that can go out and put eyes on that car at that point. And then they can say, Hey, we're here. We're sitting on this car. We need it. It's reported stolen. I need you to lift the stolen so I can tow it away. Or I need you to send an officer to the scene. At that point, we've kind of put the police in a, in a, in a paradigm that they have to do something. So we kind of force their hand a little bit. If they won't do it voluntarily, then we're going to force their hand a little bit and, and say, okay, release the stolen on it. And we'll just tow it back to our, you know, the agent's impound yard. And then our client can go pick it up from there. And a lot of times that's what they do because it's, it's simple work for the police. All they have to do is a few keystrokes, remove it from NCIC and tell the, tell the agent, yes. Okay. You impounded it. They'll document their case uh, in the computer for NCIC our client has their car back. They don't have to worry about missing an impound letter because we're going to tell them via email immediately the car was recovered. And, and how much time did we save them by not because the police didn't do that. We did it for them. And right. so it, it's a win-win situation for, for the insurance company and the rental car market as well. Absolutely. Kevin, I'm so impressed. I, it's, it's so uh, great how you saw that need. Uh, and used your uh, expertise and I'd say entrepreneurial spirit to fill it. And now you're definitely proof of concept. And not only the, the model is the proof, but the, um, the revenue is the proof. And you're, and with the telematics part of it, you're finding new ways to, to make a difference. So um, that's fantastic. Thank you. I greatly appreciate the time. You know, there, there's so much out there that's happening. There's so many moving parts uh, to a vehicle. Uh, and I know the insurance companies are suffering this, uh, what we have found with vehicles. You know, you have so many shady uh, impound yards across the United States that are sending uh, impound letters uh, to addresses that are wrong, that are, that are a digit off. So they, that way they can get the letter back unclaimed and then they can go get the title to the car uh-huh. things like that we we have got a database full of these people already we've got 13 years of, of raw data of these people that are doing things just like that and that's just one um one stick in the pile if you will uh, of the things that we have uncovered over the years and helped our clients uh, get their cars back that they're rightfully due um, and, and so that way we, we don't like to wait on those letters. We don't like to wait on all that stuff. We, we believe in technology. We believe in, in sending emails 
And we're not just an email sender to it, it. If we don't get a response back, then we're going to be calling our client. Hey, did you get this? You know, this is what's going on. You got to get on this quickly. And so we like to make sure that our clients are getting the best bang for the buck. Um, and and sure. the beauty, the beauty of collateral consultants is every one of my clients has my cell phone number. So if they need something done, uh, and it's after hours, they can get it done. I, I'm not such a, I'm not such a big organization that I don't have time to take care of, of, my biggest client is just as important to me as my smallest client. That's outstanding. And that's a great segue too, because I was going to ask you if, uh, if any of our listeners want to get in contact with you or your team, you know, uh, if, what's the, what's the best way to reach out? What's the most comfortable way you can tell people to uh, get in touch with you? Our website is collateral consultants with an S on the end.com. And you can reach me through the website. My email is Kevin, K-E-V-I-N, at collateralconsultants.com. My cell phone number, 214-986-4510. My my main office number is 214-257-7788. You can speak to anybody in my office, uh, Colton. uh, He's my son. He's the general manager, so it's a family-run organization. That's great. And uh, he, he runs the company for us and does a phenomenal job. And uh, you could speak with uh, George as well. George, <laughs> George is, uh-huh. uh, he's, he's also a general manager for us in the company. Um, and so you can speak with him uh, or you can speak to me. Uh, like I said, I'm always, always accessible uh, to my clients. And we like to make each and every client feel like they're the only client we have. Kevin, thank you. And thank Thanks to Collateral Consultants for sponsoring today's podcasts. Um, And you can find this and other Insurance Journal podcasts by visiting insurancejournal.tv. Kevin, thanks again for your time. It was great to meet you, uh, talk to you, hear what makes you and Collateral Consultants tick. And, um, you know, we we hope you have a great day. Thank you, George. I appreciate the time and the opportunity.